You are now entering Film Gun. I see, Nate. You're fond of me, lobster. Molly, you in danger, girl. Your ass looks like about 150 pounds of juke bubble gum piled, you know that? Say it, sir! I'm leaving you, people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Now answer my question. Were you rushing or were you dragging? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Phil Coat. My name is Phoenix Cloudin. Uh, it is early. <laughs> and I'm joined, of course, again by the two greatest co-hosts in the world. We start with our man, Brandon. How are you, sir? Man, I am good, Phoenix. It is good to be back. Um, it's crazy that I think this might be our final episode of season three. Because all we have left to do is cover our uh, our film code awards, and that's it. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's wild, man. Crazy yeah. three years. Uh, thank you for those who have been diehard listeners. Um, I know there are some of you guys uh, that have let a message me after every review we do. We were like, "Oh yeah, I liked a review of this. I liked a review of that. Didn't like a review of this." <laughs> we have those people. I have those friends who like literally sit down and listen to our podcast. So I just I want to send out a heartfelt thank you for those who have been with us since 2020. Nice. Yes, thank you guys so much. It's awesome. And of course, joined by the great Zach Sneef. Zach, how are you, sir? Man, I'm doing good. Um, I'm able to uh, go out and see movies, and that's great for me right now uh, since I recently got in a car accident. So I'm, I'm really happy to be able to get back out in the theaters and see all these new movies. Um, that's been really a blessing for me at a time where I can't do a lot, so... Uh, I've really been enjoying it. All right. Well, I'm really happy to be here, to, especially to talk about this movie. Uh, we are discussing the, the newest and I would argue much better <laughs> version of Dungeons and Dragons, a new film starring Chris Pine. Uh, Re- Re- is it Reggie or Reggae? Reggie Jean Page, I think that's it. Um, you also have Michelle Rodriguez and uh, Sophia Lillis is in this, and as well as Hugh Grant. Uh, so this is obviously a movie based off of the uh role playing uh dice game Dungeons and Dragons. As you can tell, I've never played. <laughs> So uh, I was really interested in going into this because of my lack of knowledge of the game. Uh, So this was very interesting. And one of the things that a lot of people had said going in was that, you know, whether you played or not, you would enjoy the movie. And to me, I was a little skeptical about that because I'm like, I don't know, you know, like Mm -hmm. it could just be a bunch of D&D nerds like, no, you'll love it. You'll love it. (laughs) So like, like I don't know we'll we'll see how this goes but for me I was I came out pleasantly surprised uh so I'm very interested to know how you guys felt what about you Brandon yeah I I was pleasantly surprised like it's nothing too special but it's not bad for me like it was it was a solid movie um we'll get more into it when uh we jump into spoilers but as far as the world building goes I really, really enjoy the world building aspect as somebody who was like, okay, so uh, my fiance has played like it's been years since she's played, but like there was she was able to pick up a lot of the references Um, for me. 
who is someone who's never come in, who, who's going to this film, never seen, or never played Dungeons and Dragons. The world building is like superb. And I would love to see spoil, uh, not spoilers. So just, it's, it's early. I would love to see sequels of this film. Just be just based on the world building. Absolutely. I, I 100% agree with that. Uh, Zach, what about you? Yeah, so my only exposure to Dungeons and Dragons is Stranger Things. So <laughs> I knew Red Wizards were bad. Right. Um, that's about all I knew. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I had a lot of fun with this movie. I, you know, I was really happy actually to have gone to see it in theaters. I don't think it was a waste at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see um, one movie this week, which I did think was a waste. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this this movie was a lot of fun, and I I just enjoyed it. Like I I had a good time. I had some laughs. Like it was good. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. Right now in theaters, it's all IP. <laughs> like oh yeah, every, no everything every single that's film out. is intellectual property right yeah, now. Yeah, every, everything that's out is IP. And and most of it, I think Dungeons and Dragons is the only uh first film. Everything else is a sequel or or the the third in a franchise or something like that. But it's it's interesting to me because this is actually the the most booming I've seen the uh theaters be in a long time because it's so much all of it is good. <laughs> like all of it is good. Uh whether you're talking Scream Six, Creed Three, like there's Everything that's John out Wick right 4. now, John Wick Four, exactly. You know, what I'm saying everything that's out right now is a banger. So <laughs> it's a good time to, to be a movie fan. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, man. I, I we talked about the the fun part of it, like, like, like you said. I think Stranger Things is also my only connection to Dungeons and Dragons. I think that's the only time I've actually ever seen it played and and what it looks like. Um, but yeah, overall, I just I just thought it worked. I just thought it worked, be- especially because I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons player, so I don't I I really don't know how these games work. But I think what they did well was they were able to build characters that we could identify with and enjoy, and then they had their adventure. <laughs> like that was really all you had to do, and. You just put it in the context of Dungeons and Dragons, so I mm-hmm. thought that was really good. Yeah, yeah, like that's what I love that they're able to do. Is like, I I know Dungeons and Dragons is not a video game, but it is a game. Is Dungeons and Dragons up there with some of the best game adaptations? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not a, a particularly lofty list. <laughs> Uh, I think it's maybe like three that that are at the top of it. Maybe that's a that's a, a guess. That's a fart in the wind. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I would say yes, probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'd like to say it too. Um, but you know the competition isn't hard. Uh. To say like some films are better than others game adaptation wise, Sonic great. Sonic yes. Uncharted not so great. No. <laughs> it, like the, the 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 pool is not that big 
it's so the expectations are already low. Yeah. So it, what that's what makes it great. Zach, what do you think? I guess it's a thorough, but that was horrible. Yeah. So I mean, we'll uh, talk about like real life, real life like board games or video games. I, Adam. I know the third is a real life board game. It is. Yeah, it is. I'm about to go order a board real quick. I don't know if it's uh, it has all the mechanics, but there is is a third board game, and uh, Jumanji as well. I mean, Jumanji the original was fantastic. I like. Oh the yeah, one I too. forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah, Jumanji was amazing. That was based off a true board game. Um, yeah. And that's a that's a classic. Uh, yeah. I don't think it competes with that, but... Uh, yeah, that's a it, tough one. That, that probably would that, be the tough one. That's Robin Williams right there. R.I.P. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But overall, I think they did a really good job um, for something that, you know, is a board game that's not really, uh, you know, catered to everyone, I would say. Like, it's a, it's a very targeted group of people who play it um so i think for a movie adaptation to hit people of different walks of life is great so yeah uh (laughs) i gotta point out one of my favorite characters is reggie john pages uh uh i forget the i don't remember the character's name but uh the the i guess he was a a Thean? Yeah. He's a Thean. So like uh <laughs> but his his uh his literal like like his way of taking everything literally had me in stitches. It was really oh, like, yeah. just genuinely funny. Uh, I, like, you know it's you know it's i I find that part to be hilarious because like there are those people who are just like solid I don't understand sarcasm. I don't understand humor. Right. <laughs> I love those types of characters in movies. Yeah. He he was great. He he was really great. And I really liked Michelle Rodriguez's character, uh H- Holga. I thought she was really cool. Uh I loved her relationship with uh <laughs> with, with the I don't know who he but that little little guy. I guess that, yeah, that was Oh my god. Every, yeah. She she's straight up into those little good little guys. Oh my little, god. The little hobbit knockoffs. Right. She was like, yeah, that's 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 her thing. I'm like, what well, I love it. Uh <laughs> I love hobbit it. wannabes. Right. Honestly, one of my favorite parts too. Um, we'll get into it here in a second about the opening. I thought it was great. I agree. Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah, have we torn the scene the spoilers yet? No, no. let's do no, that. No, let's go ahead and do that, that before we yeah. talk more. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! So, yeah, <laughs> we're officially talking spoilers. Uh. For Dungeons and Dragons, hopefully you guys have seen it. Uh, if not, check it out and then let us know what you think. Uh, all right, Zach, what did you want to say about the the opening? Uh, yeah, I loved how they kept asking for the specific. Uh, was it chairman? Is it or counts? Jonathan? It was his name. Jonathan. Oh yeah, Jonathan. The, yeah. the councilman. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. The councilman. And the kid. <laughs> He kept asking for them, and then they ended up approving, you know, their plea to leave early. <clears throat> <laughs> and then they 
they take Jonathan, who is a winged, I guess, Pegasus human yeah. beast. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> I'm sorry, D and D fans. Don't be upset with me. <laughs> but I love that they grab him and take him and jump out the window. And as they're jumping, they're like. We approved your plea. <laughs> so There's like no point of them trying to escape anyways because they already approved it, which was hilarious. So uh, that was great. And I don't know the lady who uh, played the one of the uh, council people, but her her like uh like I guess you could call it like startled southern. Thing. She's like, oh, Jonathan. Like, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that yeah, had me. Good. That had me. That had me doubled over every time. It was. It was so funny. Uh, <laughs> no, but that was great. <laughs> that opening was 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 really funny. I love that, and I and I love the story of of uh, of those characters because, like, I didn't know. I mean, obviously, when you see the trailer. You already know that Hugh Grant has betrayed them, you know, or or is against them. And, I did not know that. Yeah, actually. But, and then like you know when it starts, you're like, oh, they were they were together. They were friends. I was like, oh, that's that's awesome. That's awful. And like, and even in in the flashback, you you still think that they're friends, and it's only until that they meet up that you realize, oh no, old dudes, old dudes, dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize at all that he was uh, going to turn against them at first. Yeah. See, but I mean, it's Hugh Grant, and he's like a villain in every single one of his movies. <laughs> so I, I shouldn't, I should have expected differently, but. No, but he was great. He was actually really solid in this. Um, I thought he did a good job. He was. Wanna, yeah. I like, want to point out. Uh, it seems like Chloe Coleman. Is still in roles from everybody. Anytime that they need like a mixed child <laughs> to play a role, it's like, yeah, let's get Chloe Coleman. Like, dude, she's been in like four movies in like the past two years, <laughs> like maybe more, maybe like five or six. Because I know she was the child in Marry Me. She was the child in Sixty Five. Yeah, she was the child in um. Oh God, what was the other movie? Uh, uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. She was a kid in that. <laughs> she was a kid. Wait, she was in sixty. Yeah, yeah, she was in sixty five. Yeah, yeah, she was the yeah, she was the daughter. I'm like, that's so funny. She is eating right now. She was in Way of Water. She was in Way of Water. Oh my god. She was. Yeah. Oh, she has a career set. Like, yeah. Whose daughter was she? She played um, young Loak. Yeah. Oh Um, yeah. Yeah, she was in My Spy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, she has her career set. She's good, bro. She's just knocking out roles in 11 films already. That's ridiculous. So, shout out to her, bro. Like, get your money. <laughs> like, like, that's amazing. I'm just scrolling through um, who's all in this. I did not know that was Daisy Head who played the, uh, who played uh, Sophina. Uh, she was great. She was really, really great. She was very terrifying. <laughs> she she made the Red Wizards uh, a very imposing force. And, and I gotta say, shout out to the VFX artists. Um, I know you guys have been overworked <laughs> these past few years, but 
y'all did the damn thing on this one. This, this one, you guys were solid, man. Like, really, really solid. And and I guess that's what happens when you actually have time to work. <laughs> so congratulations to y'all, whoever whoever worked on the VFX, whatever uh, houses that was. Very solid job because this this was really good. Yeah, they know it, it. It was really good. Like I, I, I didn't really think to visually look for it just because like there's a lot happening in that movie. Right. But wow, like looking back on it, yeah, no, they did a great job with the VFX. Yeah, absolutely. Like, cause maybe that's maybe maybe that's why they did such a good job, and I didn't notice it. It's like the, since you have so much other stuff going on, and like they made it look so real. You're not focused on, oh my god, that looks fake or that looks real. Right. You're just okay, cool. They're stuck in a little slime trap thing. They're mm-hmm. stuck in a um a time warp. That I love that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh let me see if I so uh looks like ILM. ILM was one of the uh visual effects houses. That's why. DC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh clear angle studios so yeah yeah these guys these guys went out ilm is ilm is a beast uh, <laughs> but yeah congratulations to you guys that was that was awesome hopefully it sticks out for the rest of the year uh, oppenheimer's taking it all except oh, yeah, for vfx because everything is <laughs> oh yeah because uh there is one yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. Oh man. But uh I also want to talk about Sophia Lillis. Uh this is someone you may recognize from uh the the it remakes. Um it took me a minute to actually realize that that was her. Had a uh, feeling. Yeah. Uh she's great, but there's like a moment. I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but there's like a moment in the movie for like 10, 15 minutes where she doesn't say anything. Like she has absolutely no dialogue for like ten minutes of the movie. It oh. just like it like hit me weird. I was like, she hasn't spoken in a minute. <laughs> like I was just like, that's really weird. But I liked her character. I like that that ability to to transform. And the owl bear is one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, uh, that, her that character I think was my favorite just because of like how quirky she was. <laughs> And she, yeah, and she was like, you know, I love the end when, you know, dude's like, oh, like, yeah, oh. it's like, you want to give it another shot? She's like, yeah, okay. He's like, really? He's like, calm down. <laughs> like, yo, that was great. I, I liked yeah. her character. She was great. The the owlbear, especially at the end, came through clutch. <laughs> that was, that was, y'all, y'all see the like, uh, little Hulk homage in that one where she's like uh-huh. beating her that was so funny yeah like it was it was it was a really good time man like the the humor in this really worked like we said the visual effects were incredible i just i just dug it man i dug it i dug the story the humor was was well placed fitting for the characters didn't go over the top yeah like and Mm -hmm. literally that's all you had to do you had to just make a sound movie with decent characters, a, a good story, good strong antagonist, uh, and, and a good immersion to the world, and a great immersion. Yeah, absolutely, great immersion to the world, and a great introduction for those people like me who've never played. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm like, mm-hmm. 
kind of want to play now. Like, I don't know. I don't know the rules or how it works, but yeah, like somebody get me in because I, I, I'm i kind of interested now. Did you, uh, did you guys see the end credit scene? With the... Uh, With the, the dead guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hello? <laughs> Somebody asked me a question. <laughs> that entire um, sequence was so funny. That was good. That was really funny. When, when, they, like, when they get the first guy, it's like, it's like, oh wait, was that a question? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that was uh, that whole scene was hilarious. The like, whole scene at the graveyard. Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, I gave it to this guy. I was like, oh, cool. Let's go talk to him. He's like, yeah, I died right before. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like, he's like, oh, I didn't even go into battle. I tripped on the tub. <laughs> he's like, and then you went into battle, right? <laughs> Like, no, no, I died on the scene. Oh my god, that was great, and that that did kind of remind me. I don't know if this is a feature of uh Dungeons and Dragons games, but I know it's a feature in like RPGs and stuff like that, where you go on a mission to get a specific object, and in that mission, you got to do like ten thousand other things <laughs> to get to this specific object, and that's that's sort of what that reminded me of. Is like. Like soon as you get there, it's like, oh yes, you must do this and then this and then this and here's that object and you're like, oh my god, like it took so long to get that that I forgot what I needed it for. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I'd like to bring up one discrepancy I have with the film. Okay, nope. In the very beginning, uh, when he's talking, when Chris Pine's character is talking about like how his wife died and all that, mm-hmm. they go through and they have the scene of like as she's actively dying. And I don't know why they did this, but they reversed the shot. Like the camera was mirrored. Ooh. It was really weird because, like, it's very noticeable if you go back and watch this, oh, like on a second viewing or something. Um, like leading up to it, his ring is on his left hand, Ooh. and out of nowhere, it's just I know he didn't. I know he didn't put it on his right because just like basic, like common knowledge is your wedding ring goes on your left. They flip the shot to where his, his ring is on his right hand. So that entire scene is just flipped. And it's weird. That is weird. Like, it, there's something that, like, it's very easily noticeable. And, like, something like, even, like, Return of the Jedi, some of the shots with Boba Fett, like, his antenna will be here. And then it'll be there occasionally. Like, it, it's it's weird. Like, it's not a costume thing either. Because, like, his entire chest plate, chest plate flips. It's just, it's, I don't understand why... Filmmakers to do that with their editing, but yeah, yeah. That's, that's a that's a weird one. Um, and you know, typically what it what it what it might come down to is just scheduling. <laughs> like they scheduled this shot on a certain day, and maybe it didn't work out. Then they had to reschedule it, and you know, what I'm saying forgot a forgot a key moment or something, or or messed up and had to just was like, oh, let's just flip the shot and it'll work out better. I don't know, I'm like, I'm like, but it's it's cool that you noticed that because I'm like that's something that you know they probably felt that they snuck that in. So <laughs> then sneak yeah. it past me, buddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to talk to you about the uh the fight scenes in this movie. They they're good. They were yeah. solid. They were solid, and you know what I'm saying? And we avoided shaky cam. Amazing. A little like, bit. They had a like a tiny bit. amount, which right. for me, for me, I'm starting to base movies off if they're shaky cam. John Wick <laughs> has ruined the experience of watching an action movie for me. I am not kidding. Like, I hate <laughs> no, to say he's... that how it is, 
But right. oh my God, like if you're able to have like, I just thought like rule of thumb was like, okay, we need to add like the shake camera shaking like WWE does, used to do at least, with just like making it look like you're there's an earthquake happening when there's fight when the fight scenes is to like hide the the stunt double's face. Right. But like John Wick proved you can move past that and you can go beyond that. So like for me, I feel like I'm gonna be super judgmental moving forward for films mm. who have shaky cam, and I hate that. Yeah. I mean I, I get it. Like, obviously, if you you don't have actors who are doing their own stunts, like, it's very difficult. That's a lot of VFX work, you know, to just maintain, you know, who's actually in the shot. So I get it. Um, What I think they mastered well was quick cutting. So, like, it'll cut from a tight to a wide. You know what I'm saying? Not Not, like, constantly. So, like, it's not, like, constantly quick cutting where it's like jarring, but it's like they'll hold it in a tight for a little bit, then switch to a wide for a little bit, then go to like a mid midder, you know, uh, a two-person lay, and then they'll switch back to a close, switch back to a wide. You know what I'm saying? So like they, they, they know how to hold it to keep you in that moment as the action is happening, <clears throat> but not to jar it to the point where you're like, I can't focus and I can't pay attention. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. What would you say your guys' favorite fight scene was? Definitely mm. with the witch at the end. Really? Yeah. Mm. I think I'd agree. Actually, I don't. Uh, that's that's. Uh, I don't know because I kind of liked uh, the Thane's fight against uh, against the. Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, like the other right. red witches in the. Uh, in the dungeon or whatever that was. So I thought okay, that was I cool. loved the fat dragon. <laughs> the fat dragon had me dying in this movie. The yeah, fact they was... made it so incredibly fat and pudgy was hilarious. <laughs> Yo, I that that was great. Cause I'm like, usually when you see a dragon, you know, it just, you know, terrifying and and you know, intimidating. And this one was like terrifying and intimidating, but also he's chubby. <laughs> he's chubby. He's chubby, but he was cute. He was like, he was I like that he was rolling people. on them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was great. Yeah. I, there's a lot to like in this movie, man. Like genuinely a lot to like. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, y'all, I, I really hope that they're able to, I guess, I guess the word is franchise this. Cause I'm like, although I hope that they can stay in this tone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hope that they can stay in this tone and stay with this. Um, quality. You know, quality. Yes, absolutely. This, this quality. As they move forward, because I'm scared that eventually they'll just they'll lose turn to Fast and Furious, or worse, which I don't know if there's anything worse. <laughs> now that I think about <laughs> that, is the one IP I am questioning and hoping it's good. Yeah. All right, so let's do it. Let's uh give final ratings. Uh, Brandon, where you at on Dungeons and Dragons? I'll say the solid three and a half. Um. Nothing special, but at the same time, nothing bad. 
but solid. I'm here for sequels. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you got me. Three and a half. All right. Zach, what about you? Uh, I'm going to follow up with Brandon. Actually, I'm actually also going to give this a three and a half. I really enjoyed it. That was pretty good. And that's where I'm at with it. Okay. I'm going to go slightly higher. I'm going to go with four. Uh, like I said, I just had I had a ton of fun with this. Um, and yeah, like, you you know, you, you got me interested in D&D. You got me to buy into <clears throat> these characters. Like I said, the visual effects was so solid i i like that that's really what's put it over for me is just how solid the vfx were uh i really really hope we get to see more from the from this franchise uh and you made me like chris pine so like (laughs) that's incredible (laughs) so uh yeah uh four stars for me three and a half stars for these guys what did you guys think of dungeons and dragons let us know on Twitter and Instagram at FilmCoPod. And we are now going to move on to what's good. What's good, what's good, what's good. Gentlemen, you've had an exciting time. What has been good for you, Zach? Oh, man. So for me, I've seen actually quite a few movies this week. Um, nice. Yeah, so there's so many good ones. It's gonna be really hard to to pick. <laughs> um, so one bad one, which I recommend not seeing, which was Spinning Gold. It is the worst uh, technical movie I've ever seen, and the worst acted movie I've ever seen. Um, everything was just a complete miss, and I was really excited because the preview i saw i was like oh that could be good you know it looks interesting and it was completely terrible so um it's probably the worst movie i don't even uh, this year and last year it was just poorly made and you can really tell like they would just go into random emotional moments so anyways <laughs> enough ranting about that don't go see that um some good movies um i actually have a few re- recommendations to check out if you haven't yet um, a thousand and one, fantastic. Uh, with oh, Tiana Taylor, yeah. yes, yeah, movie was fantastic. Um, a good person with Florence Pugh and Morgan Freeman. My God, that Ooh. was a great movie. And one that surprised me was Tetris on Apple TV. That Is it one, out? Awesome. Yeah, it's out. Movie. Huh. So, I I really enjoyed that one too. Um, but out of the three. If I had to pick one recommendation, I just want to shout those out because they're all great. Um, and I don't want someone to hear this and miss, you know, a, you know, one of the other three or one of the other two movies because of how the one I pick. But for me, I think personally, I'm going to go with a good person. Mm-hmm. That one really surprised me. Um, Morgan Freeman. I mean, you can't really go wrong with Morgan Freeman. Um, and then Florence Pugh really really showed her range on this which i was happy about uh that was a great movie to see uh, like an even different level of acting from her it was incredible nice. so i'm gonna go with a good person all right all right brandon what about you what do you got for me i, I actually used all three of my a-list reservations this past week can you believe it <laughs> nice um so i went and saw um Dungeons and Dragons is one of them. 
65 and champions so um there's another film i'd like to talk about real quick that's part i have two what's bads and one what's good <laughs> i saw 12 rounds um the oh, film with john cena wow uh, I, I, i'm doing i'm doing this thing with a few friends of mine where we're just gonna we're all gonna pick one movie we're gonna watch it and then we're gonna hop on discord and just discuss it and stuff just mm. give our thoughts about it and I, I it was my it was my choice i was like you know what i because it had to be a film we've never seen before so i'm like you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose this one because I've always wanted to watch this and it is not good. Um, I for some reason I remember seeing the trailers as a kid. I'm like, wow, this looks awesome, mm. and it it was absolute trash. Um, John Cena is pretty good in it, but that's about it. Uh, mm. The other film I saw was uh, 65. What a hot mess! <laughs> oh my god! I warned you. Oh my god! It was brutally bad. <laughs> Like, it didn't help that there were these two girls on the front half of the theater who got up like every five minutes and like just walked away for like twenty minutes and then and then came back like five times. It was weird. like they ruined the movie. Oh, they were on the phone. <laughs> I whatever. guarantee you, they did not ruin the movie. They probably <laughs> when they, probably when they were the most entertaining part in that theater. When, when they were in their <laughs> what seats, are they going to get this time? Zach, when they were in their seats, they had their phone at full brightness, Snapchatting. Uh, oh, hey, that's, that's better. Trust me. <laughs> I would rather watch that. It, it killed me because like, I'm trying to... I mean, it's a trash movie to begin with, but I'm trying to pay attention to the movie, and you have this giant bright light that's immediately under the screen shining into your eye. I would have just been like, oh, what are they Snapchatting now? <laughs> this has got to be better than this movie. <laughs> yeah. So um, I told guys. you the weapons are like the most basic futuristic <laughs> oh, yeah. weapons they could buy. It looks like you went to. It looks like they went to Walmart, bought some Nerf guns, and they just revamped it. <laughs> and then they put like a little like sticker to make it look like it had like a hologram siding oh, or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. yeah, it had like a little LED strip on it. Yeah, like, hey, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> Oh man. man, dude, the fact that like I was like, hmm. I was like, I wonder if they're going to use the asteroid in some way, the giant comet that kills the dinosaurs in some way, shape, or form. I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) And there it is. (laughs) So um, both 12 rounds and 65 got one stars for me. Um, Both were not good. Uh, But moving forward to my what's good, I saw Champions. I loved that movie. Yeah. Like, I expect. I mean, I already expected it to be good. I just, I didn't expect like, for me, this was like Man Called Auto levels for me because like I expected Man Called Auto just to be decent, and that blew my expectations out of the water. This one was fantastic, man. Woody Harrelson like showed up and gave a great performance, and like, but just only mentioning him and not mentioning every other person in the in the, in the cast would be a crime. Man, all the um, all the kids. They all had their special quirks to them, and it was so funny. It was great. Made you cry at points. But man, this movie was so good. <laughs> I I want Zach to watch it because I would love to like review it with you guys. Um, nice. It's hard. It's surprisingly already gone from theaters, at least my local theater. Dang. <laughs> Which is sad because like it deserved a much bigger box office run than it than it did. So, yeah. but yeah, for me, there's champions, without a doubt. That movie was great. 
Oh, nice. All right. For me, um, <laughs> uh, I, 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 well, right now, uh, it is the Cleveland International Film Festivals coming through, um, my city, obviously. Um, so I've had a chance to see a bunch of really, really cool stuff. Some, some not so great, but still, still a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, one of the things that I got to see was uh, a movie called uh, Smoking Causes Coughing. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. It is a French film. I wish I could give you the name of the director, but it's very, very French, and I do not know how <laughs> to pronounce it. Um, but it is about the tobacco force, which is a knock on the Power Rangers. Yes. Um, <laughs> they are literally named after the ingredients in cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> it is the worst movie I've ever seen and actually one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Like it is it is ter I can guarantee anybody who watches this, unless you have a very specific sense of humor, this will piss you off. <laughs> it will definitely piss you off. But I encourage you to check it out because it is so damn funny. Uh, I laughed so hard throughout this. It is weird. It is strange. It is. It goes off the beaten path. But it's also like a sort of like a <laughs> raunchy turn on a lot of the tv shows that i watched as a kid on nickelodeon so like it's a little bit of are you afraid of the dark it's a little bit of uh uh teen guts <laughs> you know what i'm saying like all of all of the all of these shows that i i grew up on it's 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 really just hilarious so i don't know if you'll ever see it but i encourage everybody to check it out smoking causes coughing great french film uh if you ever get the chance so that's Smoking causes coughing for me. Champions from Brandon, and you gave me three. Person. A, a good person. person, good person from Zach. So check those out and let us know what you guys think. And uh, now it is officially that time. After weeks, we are finally going to have our code word once again. Zach, it was your code word this week. What was your code word to remind everyone what your clues were? So my code word was officer. Um, the movie is from uh, the period 1980 to 1990. Uh, one actor uh, had won, has won two Oscars as a lead and a supporting actor in other movies. And the director has worked on a separate movie project with a famous singer. All right. Uh, Brandon, what do you have for the code word? Oh, I'm going first? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to have to go with 1980. When did this come out? 1982's The Border. Because... Um, um, the other day, we were having a Stanley Cooper conversation with our Zach and I were having a Stanley Cooper conversation with our manager, 
and featured in a lot of Stanley Kubrick films is Jack Nicholson. And so um, I led down, went down the path of Jack Nicholson, who has won 12 Oscars. I don't think I don't think he's I think he's been nominated for. Oh, at least nominated, but he's definitely won. He's definitely won multiple. Um, But um, when I say he won 12 anyways, no, he was nominated for a lot, but he won multiple. And so I'm going to have to go with the border because he plays a border patrol officer in this movie. And he's a uh, he's corrupt and he's trying to clean up his act and leading into the director. Director has worked uh, director worked on Phantom of the Opera, um, which is a huge um, musical. And uh, the lead singer there is uh, Charles Dance. And uh, Burt Lancaster, I'm, I'm throwing a shot in the dark here because I think I'm wrong. But I'm gonna have to go with the border. Okay, Phoenix. All right. Um, I'm also going with 1982. Uh, um, and uh, the director Tony Richardson, and the other film that he worked on with a famous uh singer is Mick Jagger, who he worked on uh, Ned Kelly with. And I'm also going with the border. Uh, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Three-time Academy Award winner, uh, two for lead actor, one for supporting. So, uh, let's see if that <laughs> we're good on that. So we're both going with the borders. Zach, tell us what we win. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. No, okay. Wrong. See, see, I'm I'm fine Get with that. I'm fine with that because him and I were both wrong, so neither of us advance. So Get we're still in that lull. The no. movie is a soldier's story oh. in 1984. Denzel Washington is your actor. Denzel, hold on, hold on. (laughs) He's one of the supporting and the lead role. What is it called? A Soldier's Story. It's not even on IMDb. Oh, no. On Letterboxd, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. No, I've definitely heard of it. Uh, I'm going to get there. Okay. The director is Norman Jewison, and he worked with Cher before on a movie. I just uh, looked it up on Letterboxd. There's no results. Uh, <laughs> How did you not find the result? I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, too. Uh, right. Well, you can't see it, but it's there. I searched this exact thing, and it didn't want to give me the search result. Fuck you, Letterboxd. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait. If you look, okay, Brandon, look up Denzel Washington. I oh, know I found it. I found it, but okay. like I had to remove the A. That's so stupid. Anyways. Oh, see, I misread that. Son of a bucket. See, when you said one actor has won two Oscars as a lead and a supporting in other movies, I thought they had won two as a lead and one as a supporting. So that's why. That's why I went with uh. Oh Dang, no! Jack. No, yeah, I misread that. Dang it! Okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're we're still in that tiebreaker. Son of a bucket eater! <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> no, yeah, it would have been a, it would have been a screwed either way because you and I both went the same with the same right. answer. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like so confident in that answer too. I was like, yeah, that's definitely it. Wow. 
And yeah, he worked with uh, Sharon Moonstruck, which is a fantastic movie. So, <laughs> dang. Congratulations, Zach. <laughs> what, what? How many That's points right. do you have now? That's right. Two points. Give me my Zach. two points. <laughs> I think you That's... finally hit the double digits, bud. Yeah, I think Zach is finally in double digits. Come back, come back, King, baby. Come back, King. <laughs> oh, man. So, call, yes. me, call me Brian O'Connor. <laughs> oh my god so there you have it uh, a soldier story if you if you've never seen it check it out it is a really really good movie um all right well we're gonna get up out of here then uh brandon let everybody know where they can find you sir yeah you guys can find me at f-a-n-t-a-s-m-i-c ears over on letterboxd go check out what i'm watching um my uh, my amount of movies that I'm watching is gonna slow down a bit because I'm getting married in two weeks from today, which is insane. So mm-hmm. we're getting down to like the nitty gritty of just trying to get all last minute plans taken care of. So, but yeah, thank you guys again for listening. All right, and Zach, where can everybody find you, sir? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Zach Sneath. That, that is Z A C H S N E A T H. Phoenix, where can everyone find you at, sir? You guys can find me on Twitter at IMHOReviews1, that's the number one, and on Letterbox under P.A. Cloudin. And as always, guys, please follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at FilmCodePod, and we will see you guys next week. We are out of here. Peace.